Hello, all. Welcome to First Watch Rewatch, the show where we go through the the thrift store of pop culture to find some of the craziest stuff we've ever seen. And I, I'd be safe to say I'm bringing back in Ty here from the wildly popular host of the X Millennial Man podcast, Ty Kulik. Well, this is a uh, this is some crazy crap that we pulled up today, huh? Hi, everybody. Uh, yeah, this is like. The, the, so far, first watch rewatch has been kind of fun for me because I can dog on movies. This one kind of had me a little depressed as I was texting you last night about it. Look, I like to have fun with this. I like to goof off with it, but I am going to start with something kind of serious that led to a lot of what I'm talking about. What we're talking about today mainly is the public service announcements that I had to watch as a kid as I watched my G.I. Joe and Transformers and all that stuff and how it shaped me into the upstanding citizen I am today. <laughs> And I often tell funny enough, too, is I don't remember any of these. Well, no, that's why that's why I I brought this up, because this is definitely a Generation X type thing. And some of these people who have seen them, heard them, you're going to be saying along with them things like. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe. That was on a Transformers one, too. I thought that was only G.I. Joe. No, no, no. I'll actually talk about all that stuff, too, and how the G.I. Joe team lives in the town with the dumbest children on the planet. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) But trying to steal cars to borrow for a while. Crazy. But this concept of the PSA. So I'm going to go a little, like, just very, very brief history. I always had thought that G.I. Joe and He-Man and all of them had to do it for government reasons like the government said look if you're gonna sell kids these toys well what is it on the simpsons the chocobot hour or something like that (laughs) it's illegal enough as i always thought that but no this was done willingly as a matter of fact the first cartoon to do a psa was he-man he-man decided to do it because they're like oh this cartoon's pretty violent we need to have a moral lesson Mm -hmm. and all the he-man ones it's always like in today's episode da 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 now we're going to play a he-man one later that is I can assure you, Ty, the episode was not about that at all. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's, that's where it came from. And then a company, the people Hasbro and Sunbow that made G.I. Joe, they hired a company that famously did all the Knowing's Half the Battle uh, ads at the end of each episode. But they also, they produced some for Transformers. Now, it never showed on Transformers, but we're going to talk about the one that I sent to you. It was also on Gem and the Holograms, but Gem said so, instead of knowing's half the battle, they're like, now you're a superstar or some crap like that. Perfect. But these the PSAs will go back to, and I'm really going to try to focus on the 1980s, which means you're not going to hear give a hoot, don't pollute, the whole Woodsy Allen, um, Woodsy Allen, uh, Woodsy Owl, that's it, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that mascot, or the only you can prevent forest fires, which mm-hmm. I encourage you to go look up some of these because they're creepy as hell. The other big thing, though, is Britain would do a lot of these, too. They called them public information films, which we are going to play a few of those because Uh (laughs) whereas the American cartoon ones are trying to be a little breezy, the British ones, they're there to scare the living shit out of you. That's what they It is. One of them that we'll talk about truly had me terrified. (laughs) I bring this up today because, once again, there's another shooting. 18 people are dead. They say don't politicize this shooting, so I'm going to talk about the last one, all the children that died in Uvalde, since that enough time has passed. But uh, people have often asked me, because uh, those that know, I spent some time working in the gun violence prevention movement and trying to get all these guns off the streets. And people will ask me, when did we lose that fight? Because, Ty, we lost that fight. Yeah. The guns won. I said the day that we just turned our heads when – six-year-olds were massacred in Sandy Hook. That's the day we lost, the day that we did not say enough. But, and this is a good thing, there's a group that came out of that, Sandy Hook Promise, that they produce these uh, these PSAs. Now, one I showed you, we're not going to play it because, again, it's not 1980s, but uh, one I showed you is called Evan. What was that PSA? It's like two and a half minutes. What was your interpretation of that? It was interesting as you watch it, you see this, student this everyday looking student like writing on a uh, library table and he writes down i'm bored and then it goes away from him and it cuts he comes back the next day and somebody says hi bored you know i'm so it's it, this kid writing these notes on a library table and the notes keep getting passed back and forth and back and forth he shows up one day and library's closed for summer and he's all bummed out and then the commercial the psa kind of ends on a kid signing the yearbook and he writes his name in there and there's two girls with him 
Rose like, oh, hi, board. And he realizes, oh, this is writing to all summer or all school year and talking. And, you know, they start to fire up a conversation. It looks like, oh, okay, this kid Evan's going to get himself a, a partner that he's been looking towards all year. And as that is happening, a young, another student walks into the gym and cocks an AR-15 and you hear screaming and shooting and it's just really traumatizing. That's not how it ends. It says, you know, you've been watching Evan's story, but there's another story going on this whole time. And it's the kid that's shooting. They show him getting picked on. They show him like watching YouTube videos about doing school shootings or getting guns. They show him on Instagram, like a picture of him pointing the gun. And I think it says get ready or something like that. So this whole time you're watching this one kid's story while in the background, there's this other kid who's planning the school shooting. And like, it was the last one that you sent me that I watched and it just, it, it traumatized me because I grew up with Columbine. Columbine happened when I was in high school and the school shooting stuff freaks me out because I know it's, it, it happens too often and it's upsetting. And I have an 11 year old and an eight year old in school right now. And I think about stuff like that and making sure they're safe and seeing this because, you know, the commercial with Evan is all bright and sunny mm-hmm. and, and it's cheery. And it ends that way. But then when they go back and show you everything, it's like, oh, this is happening every day, everywhere. I sent you that one because I think it makes a great impact. But there's a bunch of Sandy Hook promise ones. Yeah. Uh, There's one where these real kids who have been shot or their friends were shot and killed in front of them uh, doing like an acapella version of the song Teenage Dream. And it basically says everybody's teenage dream isn't. You know, the, these kids' teenage dream is going to be a nightmare they live with forever. Or the there's another one that's like, like point of view and the whole thing. You just see a day of somebody's point of view just going through school, just a day, a day. And then at the end, you see them drop a bag. They're looking in like a glass case, their reflection. And it's a young man with a gun. And he walks into the auditorium and starts screaming, everybody look at me. And oh. the... The one, though, that I did not send to you because it is so, so upsetting. It's very, again, cheerful and bright. These are very high-quality productions. Mm -hmm. And you see this kid going, oh, this backpack's exactly what I needed for school. And then you see another kid like, I'm so glad my mom got me these colored pencils. And then you see a kid running down the hallway, again, all cheery. These shoes are exactly what I need for school. While you see another kid go flying through the background after they've been shot. And you see another oh. kid with a skateboard, scared out of his mind, breaking a window, going, this skateboard's exactly what I needed for the school year. And you, it, it just goes through, and you can, one of them, you see a kid bleeding, and this girl's like, these socks are real lifesavers, because she's tying the wound off. And then the last oh. one is a young girl, tears in her eyes, uh, texting her mom. And she says, I finally got the phone so I can keep in touch with my mom. And it says, I love you, mom. And you hear a door open. And oh, it is Jesus. so upsetting. <laughs> it is, yeah. And you're right. Part of this is kids. So my point about bringing this up is the PSAs, they're not gone. They're, they're there. They're still a very, very, very powerful force. As I get into yes. some of the British ones, I sent you a more modern British one. <laughs> is, yeah. uh, actually, I think that one's from Ireland. But um, It is Irish. Yeah. yeah. But let's let's get back to the the goofy crap, okay? I mean, I do. I, well, I do want to say though, with the Sandy Hook ones, I think they do a very good job of making it kids mm-hmm. because that's who it's happening yeah. to. And as hard as that may be to watch, and some people, why do you have to put them? That's what's happening in real life. So yeah. I I think they did a good job making it teenagers, making it kids while they're doing that stuff because yeah. that's who it's happening to. Before I was born, you had the like Native American with the tear because of Mm -hmm. all the pollution and these PSAs were very much like save the planet, stuff like that. Well, in the eighties, it pivoted to this whole, I mean, there are two things I was drastically afraid of three things. One was being nuked by Russia. The other one was quicksand. And the third one was uh, getting in the car of strangers and being abducted. When I get to those PSAs, I'll tell you, there's a real reason, a real story. But also these PSAs, they started in the 80s to really embrace this concept of just better life, better being. This is why, this is why I think a lot of people my age think of them as kind of goofy. And I think it was the late 70s, early 80s, there was a Spider-Man cartoon. I remember watching it. It was wildly popular. And I'm gonna, it would always have a little PSA or whatever at the end of it. And this is what these PSAs were. I'm going to play one of them for you, Ty, and then we're going to talk about it. Escapee from a horror movie up to. I'll hit him off at the park. 
And for saving our city, I'm giving you this medal and a cash award of $400 Pardon me. Yes, Spider-Man. Frankly, I'd rather have a banana. Spider-Man loves bananas. Eat fruit. Snack smart. Okay, so the whole thing is Spider-Man stopping a dinosaur... And uh-huh, at the end, it with twine around. His mouth. <laughs> yeah, and at the end, the the mayor or whatever is like, "We're going to give you a medal and a gift of four hundred dollars." He goes, "Look, all I want's a banana," and yeah. <laughs> and flies absolutely no <laughs> and flies away. And it says, "Spider Man loves bananas. Eat smart." <laughs> yeah, as I was watching that, I watched that one last night. I'm like, "What? What does a banana have to do with any of this?" And also, he fights a T Rex in that piece <laughs> yeah. and wraps his mouth in twine. Like. Yeah. I would have taken the four hundred. You know how many bananas Spider Man could buy with four hundred dollars? Well, you know what's funny about that too is the whole thing with Spider Man is he's not rich. He's actually no. struggling. He's poor. It's like he could use. And there's a few of these. Another one is like oranges. It's all the same at the end. It's like okay. uh, it's uh, Spider Man. We're going to give you a medal and four hundred dollars. Like ah, I just want an orange. <laughs> and it's like why <laughs> Spider Man loves oranges. <laughs> Spider-Man needs cash. Yeah, that's what I keep thinking. It's like, look, they'll give you the $400 and a banana. You, you could easily yeah, take Yeah, I that. mean, he's Spider-Man. You probably have bananas for free if you want. So, again, eat healthy, that type of stuff. It's a good lesson for kids. But, but they could have shown, like, Spider-Man training and be like, this is what Spider-Man eats on a daily basis. They didn't have to have him capture a t-rex and then when he's offered a cash award be like oh no thank you i just want a piece of fruit <laughs> that doesn't make any sense no no now gi joe obviously i've talked about it on the x millennial man i've talked about stuff and i remember when i started to watch it again when netflix started streaming it was one of they had all the old cartoons on my son was newborn so i used to watch them okay. when I was just trying to get him to sleep or something. And I was so disappointed because they never had the knowing is half the battle PSAs at uh. the end. I ended up getting a DVD set of all of them and they have separate discs just of all the PSAs. Okay. And uh, I've talked again about this on the podcast. I listened to Joe on Joe. He went through every episode of GI Joe with like a guest talking about it. And then he did all the PSAs afterwards. So this is a huge part of like, if you're a generation X boy, it's a huge part of your childhood. There was this, uh, this comedian, they're called Fensler films who redubbed a lot of them as kind of famous, but I'm talking about the real G.I. Joe PSAs. And for the most part, they're good lessons. You know, there's one mm-hmm. bunch of kids are on the bike and they're like, hey, we can beat this train. And then General Hawk pulls up and he's like, you can't beat that train. They're like, oh, thanks. Or um, then there's like uh, these kids that are spray painting their bikes. And like, I'm getting dizzy. And the spirit iron knife opens. And they're like, spirit, hey, you should have air while you're painting. Yeah, sure you're in a room, yeah. But then there was some of them. And I'm going to play one here where I don't know if it's really teaching you a lesson. And I honestly think the G.I. Joe in this one is about to beat the hell out of this kid. I agree. <laughs> Here's, And it's my favorite G.I. Joe shipwreck, the lovely sailor. So I'm going to play for you this. I don't even know if I could call the lesson more of a warning from G.I. Mm-hmm. Joe. Totally. Nice bike. Maybe we could borrow it? We're not stealing. I'll ask for permission later. Uh-oh. Looks like you're asking for trouble now. Shipwreck! How would you like it if someone took your bike? I wouldn't. And if you get caught? I definitely end up in trouble. Remember, taking something that isn't yours just isn't right. Now I know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe! I don't know what the lesson was there. <laughs> also... <laughs> We need to say, and I'm sure this is how Shipwright looked, but he doesn't have an undershirt on. No, his shirt is over his, his chest. And also, he does. He, I, I didn't realize that when I was watching it last night. But when he shows up, he does sound very confrontational. With these young kids. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, it's, it's stuff I said said to my son when he's gotten in trouble too. Is like, would you do this if somebody did that? And you know, the whole, what if somebody took your bike? Like. Shipwreck's right, but he doesn't have to come so hard. At no, kids. well, that, that's that's the thing about it is like the kid. The kid learned don't steal because G.I. Joe might beat the living shit out of you. Because that's what yeah. he's going to get his head <laughs> caved in by Shipwreck because Shipwreck's got a problem. And that's another thing with these PSAs, too. They never say let's steal it. They always say let's borrow mm-hmm. it. Like they're going to bring it back to yeah. somebody. 
Somebody and, tried to borrow my bike once when I was a kid, and I had to get into a, one of the few fights I've been into in my entire life. And this is shipwreck also. There's another one where a kid's like, I'm going to run away from home, and, and that'll show my parents. And then shipwreck shows up. He's like, yeah, it'll show that you're a big jerk. And it's like he's just <laughs> bullying this kid. Yeah, is, is Shipwreck a bully? You no, said he's your favorite, but is he a bully? On he the show? he is like the comic relief character of the show. But these PSAs, he's like going to beat the hell out of these kids. Now, yeah. now he's showing up saying, "Hey, like he's yeah. all mad at them." And I don't know again what town and how dumb these kids are, and why GI Joes are just always randomly wandering around children. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> but the, showing up when they're about to do a bad deed. But the the weirdest one, the one that i know people talk about is there's a gi joe character named deep six he's a deep sea diver and um there's one of these kids are in like a pond okay they're not in the ocean and they're like oh hey the swimming's fun and then you see lightning the kid's like i'm getting out the other kid's like i'm not a chicken and this deep sea diver in his full gear comes out of the pond behind the child (laughs) and he's like you should get out of the water and instead of screaming and running the kids are like deep six See, that's the thing with this, too. If I was out with a friend when I was, I assume these kids are like 10 or 11. If I was out with a friend and an adult showed up who looked like that and sounded like shipwreck, I would be have to have to be putting in a sane asylum because I clearly had a break with reality and I'm losing it. But yeah, these kids are just like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't like if somebody stole my bike. And I feel like shipwreck should have his hand like punching his, his palm the whole time while he's talking to those kids. Now, I'm not going to play because it's almost the, it is the exact same plot. But I talked about how Transformers was going to do this. I ended up not. <laughs> I need to say the kid in this one has a crowbar on hand with him. <laughs> yeah. And so this one, again, it's the same thing. It's not a bike. It's a car. This kid's like, I'm going to borrow this car. And the yeah. other kid's like, it's stealing. Pulls out his crowbar. <laughs> yeah. And lo and behold, it's not a regular car. It's a Transformer. Now, a Transformer uh-huh. is a giant robot. This robot's like yep. five times taller than him. And he's like, you shouldn't steal. That'd be bad. And I'm thinking the whole time, this Transformer is about to rip this kid in half. <laughs> He's going to rip his arms off and beat him to death with his arms. Yeah, I just, the kids are probably 18, 19, 20 in this, in this PSA. I, it's a cartoon. I get that. But he pulls out, I don't know if it's a crowbar, but he pulls <laughs> yeah. out like a Jimmy yeah. so he can unlock the car to quote unquote borrow it. That's nuts. And look, if I was somebody stealing cars and all of a sudden some alien race that could transform in the car showed up, I would stop stealing cars. Again, yeah, I would never do that. (laughs) And I would tell everybody for the rest of time that a Transformer told me to not steal cars. We grew up in St. Louis, okay? St. Louis has a very large Mormon population. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's, well... I know uh, Liberty, Missouri, which is near Kansas City. That okay. was like the headquarters of the Mormons until. Well, isn't like, didn't Joseph Smith come to Missouri or something at yeah. one point? Yes. Yeah. St. Louis is. I, Joseph of, Smith was also a moron. Yes, everybody. he was. Just, <laughs> yeah. But the Mormons, a very brief history of them. Uh, Joseph Smith looked at his friend's wife and said, hey, I think I should have your wife, too, along with my wife. Yeah. And the, Smith's wife is like, that's not right. He goes, oh, but I found all these gold plates and God told me uh-huh. I could do it. So yeah. it's ve- it's basically an American Christian religion, but it's mm-hmm. kind of shrouded in secrecy. It, I don't think it allowed African-Americans to like the 1970s. Oh, and I the, didn't know that. Yeah, the only reason they did, well, the only reason a lot of people think they did is because BYU, Brigham Young University, was going to get kicked out of the NCAA if they oh, didn't okay. have African-Americans. Yeah. So. The Mormons in the 70s, they wanted to clean up their image a little bit. So they okay. started this ad campaign called Homefront, which were all these different like commercials. And weirdly, one of the first few of them, the same guy that directed the music video to Beat It, did it. It's these big musical oh. numbers of no kids like, I broke a window, I shouldn't tell. And then <laughs> some other guy's like, who broke my window? And the kid's like, I got to admit it's me. He's like, oh, you're so, I'm mad, oh. but I'm proud of you. And and oh my god that sounds wild and they all ended the same way some variation of brought to you by the church of jesus christ latter-day saints the mormons Uh i'm gonna play one though that is not as well known as some of the other ones because i this goes with the whole gi joe thing like this daughter's she's garbage to her mom but (laughs) i'm gonna play this for you ty all right your question if you could change one thing about me what would it be Uh, come on I really wish you'd stop putting those little notes on my pillows. Oh. Maybe I'm changing. When you need to talk to your parents, Bridges and Gaps can help. Write Bridges 
Salt Lake City, Utah, 84150 for your free How to Talk to Your Parents Guide and Board Game. I love you, Mom. From the Mormons, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. First off. So stupid. Yeah. Yeah. But these what these more they were very kind of wholesome but very little things. And now I will tell you, I spent probably an hour looking for bridges and gaps of the game because if it was twenty bucks or less, I was going to buy it and we were gonna play oh, wow. it this Christmas. I okay. can't find it anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you can. But that's what these Mormon commercials are. Look, we're good people, we're wholesome people, and like a lot of people said they're for the kids, but it's no, it's really for the adults. At the end of the day, it was to make the average person to think, wow, those Mormons are swell people and but again, you know, it's all about talking to your parents. And I wish you, this girl looks like she's a teenager. So I wish you would stop leaving those notes on my bed. When I was her age, I was going to our folks to be like, hey, why do I have feelings in these urges in my body when I see this girl that I like? Or dad, why am I not? He was our coach, my coach and a bunch of stuff. Dad, how do I get better at sports? It wasn't Hey, mom and dad, stop leaving notes on my bed because I'm not four years old. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. It's not. It just seems like cruel. Like, who, her mom likes doing it. Who cares? Just throw the note yeah. away. It just and seems like not, a cruel, she, stupid thing. And she's not doing it at school or anything in front of her yeah. friends. She's doing it in her bedroom at her home. Like, and then at the end, I love you, mom. Like, bitch, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what is happening here? All right, let's 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 talk about something really frightening now where – we're recording this the day before Halloween. It's going to come out the day after Halloween. Yeah. So everybody's still going to be... everybody. Look, we did our Halloween episode with Jason X, but these next two I'm going to play is truly scarier than anything that sure. Jason X has ever done. <laughs> yeah. Now, this first one, and I know people are going to say these are a little bit before... I know the first one came out before my time, but I remember watching... I think we watched it in school. All right? Okay. The visual is basically a Grim Reaper-like thing walking around... Very fun. So <laughs> yes. <laughs> but this is definitely an audio one. So just notice this Grim Reaper walking around while children play near some of the worst water I've ever seen in yeah, one way or the gross other. Gross and dirty and nasty, yeah. So Ty, here's dark and lonely water. I am the spirit of dark and lonely water. Ready to trap the unwary, the show off. It's instantly the fool. terrifying. <laughs> yeah. And this is the kind of place you'd expect to find me. But no one expects to find me here. It seems too ordinary. But that pool is deep. The boy is showing off. The bank is slippery. The show-offs are easy. But the unwary ones are easier still. This branch is weak, rotten. It'll never take his way. Only a fool would ignore this. But there's one born every minute. Under the water there are traps. Old cars, bedsteads, weeds, hidden depths. It's the perfect place for an accident. I look, there's someone in the water. Quick, use that big stick to get him out. Sensible children. I have no power over them. Oi, mate, that's a stupid place to swim. Hey, go over and get that thing to wrap him in. You do not feel cold, mate. How long was you in there? Ew, I'm thing. I'll be back. And or Ty, that is why I have not drowned yet in my lifetime. <laughs> so, <laughs> again, like the first kid in the PSA, I get it. He was showing off. Yeah. Doesn't mean he has to drown in water, but I get it. The second kid... I don't even know what that kid was doing, but he had like a stick and he was reaching out over the lake and like patting at something in the water. And then, yeah, that tree branch is going to break, of course. But why is that guy so eerie? Why is he so mad at sensible children? Like, I don't understand. And like, it's in the water. It's the way they talk during the PSA. It's, it's nuts. So that voice is uh, the actor Donald Pleasance, who I don't know who that is. He is basically, he was the first uh, person to play um, uh, Blofeld in the James Bond movie. So oh, basically okay. he gave us Dr. Evil. He was the first one to have that look. Gotcha. He's Makes probably sense. most famous for, I mean, he had a huge, huge career, but most famous sure. for being the psychi uh, the psychologist, Dr. Loomis in the Halloween movies. If you saw him, you would, you would know. Sure, yeah. yeah. What he the looks voice like. was familiar, especially when they 
echo back at the outback. <laughs> That's what I mean. These these British ones, they they were serious. They're like well, and I can see how that would terrify a young child. Yeah, it's like that voice and seeing kids fall in the water and got to be a sensible child, as he says in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because the one kid is drowning. His kids are like, oh, let's get a stick to save him. Well, the last kid with a stick, he drowned <laughs> he in some. Fell in the water. <laughs> But this evil water wizard or whatever is like, <laughs> yeah. you know, oh, I hate well, those I sensible they, kids. They, they find his cloak at the end, but the one kid's like, oh, it's dirty. We're not going to use it. <laughs> I'm sure your frozen friend doesn't care if it's dirty or not, as long as it'll keep him warm. Now, something the British were very, wanted to make you very aware of in the 70s and 80s is kids don't go anywhere near power stations. Now, this, this one was messed up, man. These are good lessons. And uh-huh. I'm going to play the audio for it, but a lot of it as we play it, the visual of this is, I mean, they're not they're not screwing around. They are nope. telling you, they, they're showing you what is going to happen. So here is a, here's a uh, PSA, or it's a public information film called Football, which I find really weird because it's like an actual real football, what, not a soccer I say, ball. When I saw football on there and then I watched it, I thought you misspelled it in no. the mail too to me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, love the music. Come to the gut, eh? chance with electricity yeah again you heard it but the first kid the first kid kind of like caught a little fire and fell down but that second kid who you're right is like eight or something he explodes yeah he's he's gone (laughs) he is no longer with us he has gone to the to the great beyond and also i understand that there's some people who can't afford stuff they can't buy things that they want or that they may may need or whatever that football was not worth losing that child, losing his life, and that other kid possibly having third degree burns and or losing his life. You can you can make a football out of any stuff. Like getting that football from all that electricity is not worth it. I also again love the voices and the kids' hairdos in this. You can definitely speak more to this because you're more of an '80s kid or not. But their hair is all like flock of seagulls '80s synth heavy, you know, synth heavy type band like. I, I loved the the look of this commercial. It just <laughs> our public information. I don't know what they call them in England. You said it already, but this one is. It, you know, it starts out as like, "Oh, we're gonna get a football," and a and a child dies. <laughs> like, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I, and this is it's again. It's a more modern one. It's way more visual, but. Like the British, they didn't give up. There's one about like I didn't send you this one, but it's uh, drinking. How kids see the adults when they're drinking, and mm-hmm. they they all look monstrous. They all look like these weird nightmare creatures, including the one at the very end. He's buckling a, a kid into a car seat, and he's wearing like a pantyhose over his head, and his face is all messed up. And what? it's like, oh yeah. <laughs> and then the one I sent you was the don't speed. So yeah, that, this is from Ireland. Tell me one, about that one. It's very like quaint and nice. Again, there's a kid at a daycare, possibly kindergarten. I don't know. It, it is because they say classroom. Yeah. So a kid in kindergarten, first grade, maybe. And he's got like a little blue uh, car toy that he's playing with. And oh, it's doing that. And then you see this gentleman probably in his mid 20s, you know, getting ready for his day, going to work. He I, he grabs what I thought was a slice of pizza, which I'm like, rad, that dude's eating pizza in the morning for breakfast. And the whole time, it just keeps cutting back and forth to this gentleman in his car and this little boy playing with the blue car. The gentleman obviously has a blue car. And as it's going on, you see the guy get freaked out. He runs his whole car into a wall. The car starts to flip and lands on an entire classroom of children. <laughs> yes. And it makes this weird crunch noise yep. or whatever when it lands on the kids. And it says... Every year, a classroom full of children are dead due to speeding. I'm like, what? Why are you throwing in like these weird pot shot sounds and then giving me this hard fact, factual evidence that freaks me out? And all these kids, they get squished underneath this car. And then the PSA ends. 
Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and it, I, I'd read, because it was hard to find, but I'd read that the noise was added because it, the commercial was too traumatizing without it. Yeah, it, it's traumatizing <laughs> with it. Yeah. It and makes it, it more traumatizing. I was going to say, it takes you out of what you're watching because you're like, why did they put this weird sound effect? It it sounds fake gavel. Like you hit a fake gavel, a rubber gavel. That's what it sounded like to me. I watched this one <laughs> twice because I thought I misheard. It. Yeah. Like I didn't know what I, I thought. I thought I heard something wrong. And it's an important message, but it's 100%, like hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, there's, when, I, when I went grocery shopping today after I dropped my daughter off at school, I was like, I better not speed when I leave her <laughs> in the school parking lot. No, your like, car's going to go rolling into the school. Or, and the thing, yeah. like, it does a movie level flip in, yeah. the, in the, the car. Oh, yeah. This, oh, yeah. In this commercial. There was, I mean, this one I actually thought was really good. There's one out of Australia about speeding where you see, like, the one car is, is trying to run a light or something like that, and other cars come in. And right before the first car hits, you see it stop and both of the guys get out of the car and they look like they're going to be mad yelling at each other. And the one guy says, he like calms down. He says, look, just be more aware. My son's in the back seat of the car. And it points to this young kid back there, knowing damn well the way that commercial is going to go. He's going to hit that car and kill that kid. 100%. Yeah. Then there's the other one I sent you, a modern one from uh, um, Canada. With the uh, the chef, the lady who's like, oh yeah, I'm working oh, my uh, way up and top chef candidate yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not going to be married tomorrow though because I'm about to be in an accident. <laughs> Horrifying. And the thing Just with a huge, a huge tub of grease. <laughs> yes. <Hot> grease. Yes. <laughs> And she slips, and not even just, it's its traumatizing. You see her slip, you hear the screaming. But for like a fraction of a second, they show you her face, and it is it's, melted. It is horrifying. <laughs> and like, again, I said off the mic when you asked me about this one, I told you, I get what they're going for. It's a PSA. They're trying to say, like, make sure workplace accidents don't happen. Anybody who's worked in the food industry, this floor at this seemingly nice restaurant is not equipped for people to be carrying around <laughs> no. what look like a 30 pound tub of high grease <laughs> oh. like i i blame the restaurant for that but yeah seeing her face when she spilled the grease was horrifying yeah. absolutely horrifying that's the thing with these two that these ones that you sent me especially the live action ones they all start out like nice and then take a huge turn yes like we're yes. showing you what happened <laughs> and it, i i want to reiterate this these are valuable lessons uh-huh everything they're talking about you need to know oh, yeah. I get that. It's just the way some of these come across. It's jarring to see. Now, the other big scourge of the 1980s was drugs. Mm -hmm. And there is a a variety of different ways that they would go and talk to you about drugs. First, those, look, they realize you're kids. So this is actually a little bit after my time. But the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon decided to tackle the drug scourge in schools with their little ad here that I'm going to play. I watched... I should say, too, before you play it, I watch Ninja Turtles all the time. I have no memory of this at all. <laughs> I wonder if it was, like, a, a, like not part of the show. It was, like, uh, it on something else. Hey, Joey. I got some stuff you just gotta try. What is it? Pot. You know, marijuana. Oh, well, I don't know. Chicken. Joey's in a jam. What should he do? Uh, okay. Get a pizza. Excellent. Get a pizza. Get real. You got it. Let's see if Joey's that smart. Uh, I'm not chicken. You're a turkey. He's right. Drug dealers are dorks. Don't even talk to him. Cowabunga! And that's to this day, Ty. Drug dealers are dorks, so that's why I don't talk to him. Yeah. Also, Michelangelo clearly high because he wants to get a piece of that. It needs to be stated. Again, this is an audio medium that we do this on. These two children in this commercial are like in third and fifth grade. There's no reason for a fifth grader to walk in with three pre-rolled joints. And it's like, hey, look at what I got, man. You got to try this. What are you, chick? Like, he's 10 years old. He shouldn't be smoking pot yet either. Like, what is happening? Well, and this inevitably leads people are thinking about the whole dad, like, where'd you get this? Who taught you how to do this? Kids like, I learned it from watching you. Or there's the one with Pee Wee Herman rest in peace, where he's like, it's Pee-wee in his Pee-wee outfit, in his Pee-wee voice, very seriously saying, this is crack cocaine. Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) And you also had, this is your brain on drugs. I mean, obviously Uh drugs were a big thing, but I'm going to play 
of all of them I'm going to play here, this is my second favorite one. Second and, favorite. I wonder if I can guess what your first yeah. favorite is. Captain Lou Albano, who's a... Uh, this one was crazy too, man. <laughs> yeah, was a, who was a, a famous wrestler. And uh, he was... Is he a wrestler or was he a promoter? He was a promoter. He was a, but, okay. um, yeah. And Cindy Lauper, he was in uh, Girls mm-hmm. Just Want to Have Fun, a couple of the yeah. other videos. And then he had a second career playing the live-action Mario, and they had these little skits on the Mar- Super Mario show. Now, okay. this I, get, I put it in with the cartoons, but it's definitively live-action. Oh, and yeah. I want you to hear Captain Lou's message, because his is not as cheery as the Ninja Turtles. No. But He's yelling at you. <laughs> yeah, you'll hear the music in the background. This is a very bad audio on this. I do apologize. You'll be able to hear it, though. But... Listen to the music in the background, and while he's doing this, he's he's serious, he's forceful. He's wearing a red hat with an M on it. He's wearing the Mario yeah, hat. And it's just from the, the neck up. That's yes. all you see yeah. in this one. Yeah. So this is a short one. I'm going to play it here, and we're going to talk about it. I'm Captain Lou Albano talking to you about drugs. Kids, don't be afraid to say no. Anyone that asks you to use drugs is not your friend. Drugs can and will kill. Remember, don't be afraid to turn to your priest, your rabbi, your minister, your moms, your dads, your teachers, because drugs can kill. And if you do drugs, you go to hell before you die. Please. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. Uh, first of all, I gotta say, I love that when he gets to it, he says, "Tell your priest, the rabbi, or your minister before your mom and dad." And then also, I'm gonna go to hell if I do drugs. Like, no, you're gonna go to hell then die. Oh, that's right. you're gonna go to hell first. And then die. Oh my god, this one is great. And I don't know. I don't know if Lou Albano's alive or not. I no, he's not. Imagine. He's not. Yeah. I have to. May he rest in peace. I have to imagine he was high at least once in his life. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's so forceful about it. And that's yeah. what makes it. Priest, <laughs> rabbi, or minister. Before your mom and dad. Before the police. Like, what? And it, it ends, again, you have weird kind of rip-off Mario music in the yeah, background. Yeah, low-grade Mario <laughs> Yeah, music. He's wearing a Mario hat. He introduces himself as Captain Lou Albano. He yep. says, has a mustache, yes. long curly hair. <laughs> he says, you're going to go to hell, then die. And then at the end, he just says, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who offers you drugs is not your friend. He's so forceful the whole time. <laughs> I am currently not in drug rehab, Ty, because no. Mario slash Captain Lou and the Ninja Turtles just told. They, they were more effective than Pee Wee or your brain on drugs or any of that other <laughs> crap. Well, I like to, you know, tell everybody I'm straight laced because I don't drink or do drugs at all. But maybe it is just through osmosis from watching all these shows with you guys when I was a baby that, oh, Captain Lou says I shouldn't do drugs or else I'm going to go to hell and then die. So I guess I shouldn't be doing drugs. Now, I'm going to get to the last big uh, fear, like I said, was the whole stranger danger, getting abducted. And there was a, gosh, he must have been around my age. There was a, a kid, a suburban kid, when I was seven or eight who got abducted uh, made national news kid's name was adam walsh and they ended up finding him i believe they found him beheaded i mean just an awful story just he just was in any neighborhood that any of us grew up in was just taken off the streets and murdered and then his father went on to basically found the show america's most wanted and that was his his mission in life is that and you know good john walsh good for him i know it got people would make fun of it and stuff like that. But the, the trauma you uh, uh, parents went through like that. So this was a real thing. People were like, look, just be aware of your surroundings, do all this other stuff. Because, again, it's not that you're just going to get kidnapped. You're going to get so- sexually assaulted and you're going to get murdered. Yep. Um, there's famously the story of a kid near us, near where and we he, grew yeah. up, who I remember. I remember one night going to a Jack in the Box and seeing his face saying, you know, our son disappeared or something. And I'm like, man, that kid's dead. But you find out like seven years later, he was living uh, his his kidnapper slash molester had him. And yeah. I, I'm not trying to make light of it. Okay. No, no, no. But I'm going to play two different kind of. They're not the same, but related type ads about kidnapping and molestation. Because these are things, as kids, you should know. There was a, shoot, one of uh, the teachers at my middle school, like years later, was thrown in jail for molesting kids. So again, these were things you need to be hyper aware of. Even to this day, my son goes to his doctor and his doctor's like, I'm going to go look down here. No one else should be doing this. And I only do it with your parents in the room. And Same with my kids. Yeah. Yep. 
So here's the first one, which it's going to sound creepy as hell. The name of this PSA is actually Stranger Danger, but we're going to describe its look because it's scary as hell, too. I've taught your children to be polite and friendly, but have you taught them when not to be? Hi there. Do you live around here? Uh-huh. You going to school? Yes. Well, uh, I, I could give you a ride. Last year, 50,000 children disappeared, many of them from nice, safe neighborhoods. It's okay. Talk to your children about not talking to strangers and do it today. A message for your child's safety from the American Medical Association. Now, when I talk about the look of this, this girl's walking down the street. There's Mm -hmm. no one else around, and this creepy car just pulls up, and you hear all that. Yeah, the guy reminds me of uh, uh, Charlie's uh, uncle, and it's always fun. Yes, yes, I didn't think about that. You're right. I mean, just, again... Great message, but man, is that creepy. Just listening to it makes my skin crawl. I, I didn't put this one down because, again, similar type message, but there's another one of these 80s cartoons called Mask about these dudes who wear mm-hmm. these masks and turn in their car. It was like a cross between G.I. Joe and Transformers is the best way yeah. to describe it. And the bad guy group is called Venom. Uh, because we all knew how to name bad guys back in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> but this one is like the leader of the mask team, who, again, these guys have transforming vehicles. He's walking with his son, and his son's like, oh, hey, look, Jimmy's going to the game too, but he's hitchhiking. He'll get there much faster than I. Yeah. And, and I'm like, first off, why aren't you guys driving one of your magic cars? But <laughs> yeah. but my favorite is the guy's like, oh, Jimmy shouldn't do that. That could be a bad man. He could be a child molester. That's even worse than Venom. And I'm like, oh, crap, man. Yeah, totally. <laughs> hey, it worked on you. No. And then they're like, hey, Jimmy, why don't you come with us? And the car just drives away. And they're like, okay. And there's a, a G.I. Joe like that, too, where this guy's like, hey, your mom's been in an accident. I'll take you to the hospital. The kid's like, okay. And then Roadblock shows up. And they're like, Roadblock. And he's like, don't get in that car. <laughs> so <laughs> these, these are real things. Uh-huh. But again, there even that one ad we played, it's it's kind of dancing around the bush. Well, yeah. when it comes to the bad touch, He-Man and She-Ra were not dancing around the, they the were bush. Not. Okay. They, they <laughs> let you know. So what I'm going to play, I said at the beginning how He-Man was the first cartoon to really have these at the end. So you just got done, and this was a He-Man, She-Ra crossover episode. You just got to see them fight, you know, skeleton men and weird bad guys and Skeletor yelling at people like they're a bunch of dimwits and everything. Ah! (laughs) And you're done with your great He-Man adventure and you're you're probably expecting He-Man to say like, today Skeletor tried to take something that wasn't his. Well, we got our friend Shipwreck to beat the living hell out of him. But (laughs) no, no, this is just at the end of my good He-Man adventure, eating my cereal. This was the lesson they gave me. Shira and I want to talk to you about something that's very personal, your body. Remember, it's your body and no one should touch you in a way that you feel is wrong. I'll get anybody who tries it. It's not that easy, Orko. It's hard for a young person to admit that he or she has been touched in a bad way. If you've been touched that way, don't be ashamed. Tell someone you trust, like your parents, your doctor, your teacher, or counselor, or your minister or rabbi. Right, Orko? Right on! There's your rabbi again, Ty. I was going to say, they're really, really into ministers and rabbis. Also, I had no idea who Orko was, and Orko's like doing shadow boxing. Yes. This whole time. yes. <laughs> I, this message is so goddamn important, okay? It's incredibly important. And I give the people at Filmation a lot of credit for not beating around the bush. He, me, and Shira yeah. are like, hey, they, Orko's there because Orko's the, the comic relief. They're trying, uh-huh. it's that sound in that ad where the car's flipping. Yep. That's why he's there, because they're talking about a serious thing. But I- I've got to give it to He-Man and Shira. They did. They were, like, flat out. And even Orko's like, I'll punch him. And she was like, it's not that easy, Orko. <laughs> like, yeah, I love that. I love that they're telling the truth. Yeah, it's just, it's kind of, again, it's jarring to you. Like you said, you're watching a children's cartoon. You're eating your cereal. You're getting ready for school. And that comes on, and that you leave to go to school. Like, it, <laughs> a good, very good message that they're putting across. I just... Maybe your parents should talk to you about it. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I wonder what parents were thinking, too, while they're just kind of totally. half half sitting there, like, reading the paper or whatever. Yeah. And then they hear that, and they're like, what? 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 <laughs> now <laughs> I have to explain to my child what they were just saying there. Ty started this off very seriously. Again, guns kill. We yes, have too many bad. of them. I don't he, care if 
thoughts, prayers, hearts, whatever, anything like that. But I want to end this on, literally, I did not remember this, okay? And this is a show that I watch. Mm -hmm. And it's, uh, do you know which one I'm talking about? Is it the David Lynch one? No, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, I I forgot to bring that one up. No, the David Lynch one. Because that was my favorite one. That one is so David Lynch. Yeah, the the, uh, litter one where there was a... rats everywhere. Yeah, People throwing trash behind them. Right. I mean, it's 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 all, there's no, it's only music. It's very scary music. There's even a scene in it that really made me think of like Blue Velvet where they're like in an alleyway. And people are on motorcycles (laughs) and stuff just throwing trash. And then he keeps cutting... To rats, and yeah. There's more rats, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. That no, no, no. That is a good one. This is that was my favorite. I can, I thought that was going to be the one you talked about. No, no. All right, there's a. You had your 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 mainline cartoons. You had your mm-hmm. Inspector Gadgets, your GI Joes again, He Man's, all that other stuff. And then you would get some lower, like ones that were. I Thundercats was a good one, mm-hmm. but then you would get these uh, things like Mask, these lower level ones, and there was. One particular show called Centurions. All right? Yeah, yeah, okay. I know which. I never saw this show, but I know which yeah. PSA you're talking about. Centurions was. It's a type of thing where you would go to a five below, and it would be a toy you could buy there. It was totally. kind of, yep. and it, it had all these different pieces you would put on. But again, just stupid, goofy adventures and all this stuff. And they decided to do a PSA, PSA one time. Okay. Uh-huh. Now, all these PSAs we've talked about, Ty, they're about eating healthy. They're about uh, knowing your surroundings. Don't get kidnapped. Don't get molested. Don't do drugs. All this other stuff. Mm-hmm. They may have been told, don't be a bitch to your mother, whatever. They may or <laughs> don't be mean to your mother. Or yeah. um, They tell you all these, these things, but they're all lessons, something to help you yeah. with a better life. Well, whoever was working for the Centurions that day decided they're just going to do something completely different. And <laughs> I'm going to play it, and then we're going to talk about mm-hmm. it. Okay. You picked the right card three times in a row. That's amazing, Shadow. There are some people and animals who have a knack for knowing what's going to happen. They have a special ability known as extrasensory perception, ESP. One form of ESP is telekinesis. It's the ability to move objects with nothing more than willpower. Not all scientists agree that ESP powers are real. A lot of testing and studying is being done in hopes of developing consistent findings. It's a dog, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) It's a dog doing this. Also, not all scientists agree, of course not, because ESP is not real. (laughs) What kind of mega QAnon weirdos were working at Centurions? In the 80s. This is nonsense. I also love the guy's Jersey accent. Not all scientists believe this is real. Of course not. It's ESP, you weirdo. This is not a Fensler film made up thing. This actually happened. That is what I watched. I thought this was a joke when you sent it. I thought like maybe you were trying to make me laugh with all these other serious ones you sent me. Yeah, no, no. There's a... Again, it's... Dog, a dude in a superhero costume and a dog, and he's playing cards with a dog. (laughs) And the the dog has ESP. (laughs) Yeah, it's insane. Like, what were they thinking over there? (laughs) I mean, uh, I just goes back to that Simpsons where Lisa thinks she's becoming stupid, so she goes on the TV. And my favorite line that whole thing is when Lisa's like, I'm supposed to be talking against Proposition 328, and Homer goes, Mooch and War Widows. (laughs) I love that Homer knows what that proposition is. But the the guy's like, I'm going to cut her mic off, and the dude's like, no, no, I'm trying to get fired. I have to think the Centurion's writer was trying to get fired. (laughs) 100%. Again, it's a dog, so that always blew my mind, but also not all scientists agree. Yeah, obviously. (laughs) And it wasn't just ESP. He also said people can move stuff with their mind. Like, what? (laughs) What is happening? Yeah, I hope that that person was like, I'm going to see what I can get away with. (laughs) It's just... I, uh, I again, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild, man. That's. I, I mean, this wasn't some PSA after Tucker Carlson or something like that. Yeah, this was no. on a cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> that, it has the feel of something that'd be on Fox News or one of those channels, though. Uh, 
is crazy. I mean, you can go through, and again, some of these PSAs are legendary. I tried to mostly play ones that aren't as well-known. The He-Man one is extremely well-known, but I can't get away with that without doing that one. But at the end of the day, Ty, you've gone through all this stuff. You've sat and you've, you've gotten your education. What did you learn? Uh, I learned that speeding's bad, <laughs> that I could murder children, uh, that ESP is still fake as hell, and <laughs> not a real thing. And I, again, I am very liberal and open-minded, but ESP is total nonsense to me. So whatever you want to say about that, that my body is my body, and I understand that, and I've understood that for a while. Also, uh, if my mom was writing me notes, I wouldn't be angry about it. But the main thing I learned today is that guns kill people and they've been killing children lately. And that that stinks. Like we need better gun reform. That's my main takeaway from all this. It's fun to goof on these other ones because they're silly, although they are teaching us good lessons, teaching kids good lessons that are watching it. But I mean, I I appreciate that the Sandy Hook people are actually putting kids in it to, to really give the how severe this problem is in our country and how I went to get my son a padded shirt for football the other day at Academy sports here in St. Louis. And I walked in their biggest section there was their hunting section and they just had rifles out in the open. And it, it scared me. Honestly, it scared me. So the fact that guns are seemingly more important to people than the health and safety of teenagers and even kids younger than that. When you talk of Uvalde and Sandy hook, like we need more restrictions on people's ability to get guns. Guns kill people. Yeah, and hey, just go to YouTube, type in Sandy Hook Promise, and you will, if you can stomach it, you're yeah, going to. You're going to. The one you sent me was tough to watch. Like, I I found myself thinking about it after I watched it last time. myself thinking about it this morning when I was out running my errands for the day. Well, on the other side of it, Ty, if a scientist needs to get in touch with you to see if you have ESP, because so stupid. <laughs> you and your dog, where are they going to find you and Charlie? Yeah, Charlie and I will be ready for some ESP testing. They can find us on Instagram and Facebook, T-Y-K-U-L-I-K, all lowercase. Come read my stuff on Seatsing, S-E-D-S-I-N-G.com. Pop culture, sports are all there. I've appeared on Chucklehead Chat a few times and Going to be on that again. You can find that wherever you get podcasts hosted by my buddy, our buddy, Glenn Adams. And most importantly, listen to me on the X millennial Man podcast. Great review us. Tell your friends about us. I really enjoy doing First Watch Rewatch as well. I wouldn't keep coming back even when you give me more serious <laughs> stuff to talk about. But I also love doing X millennial Man podcast. And as always, and these ones like I am the X millennial Man podcast, we need better gun reform and Black Lives Matter. Yeah, we repeat all that. First Watch Rewatch is here the 1st and 15th of every month. I'm doing this one on a seasonal basis, so we're going to be coming to the end of the season at the end of the year. So there's three more episodes, then we'll be back. And uh, I appreciate all the outreach. I'm going to talk to you off off mic here or off camera of what okay. we're going to look at next. But it's a, so yeah, look for the first and 15th. It, I always usually put it on the ex-millennial man feed too. So make sure you come back. Now, Ty, I, at the end of the day, we actually got a sponsor for this podcast. So I'm going to play their ad. From the Mormons, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. <laughs> I don't want them to be our sponsor. <laughs> well, look, the, the real thing I can say to you is after all of this, going through all this stuff, at least you know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe. Thanks again, Ty. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs> Let's get out of here. I'm staying. I'm not a scaredy cat. No, but you could be a dead cat. Be six. Quick, swim to shore. At even the hint of a thunderstorm, get right out of the water. Thanks. Your advice is electrifying. If this happens again, you'll know what to do. Now I know. And knowing is half the battle.